On today's show, the Yankees win game five against Cleveland and they're headed to Houston. We're going to be celebrating and talking about the game. So get ready because a brand new abbreviated version of Locked On Yankees is up next. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Tuesday night, Yankee fans. It's a very happy Tuesday night as the Yankees advance to the ALCS. They beat Cleveland 5-1. And uh, yeah, welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. This is just going to be a quick celebratory post-game show. Got done watching all the post-game stuff. Watched a little bit of the Phillies and Padres. And here I am. Here we are. The Yankees heading to Houston. It seemed inevitable, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it felt like this was going to happen. Let's talk about good things, like tonight's game. (laughs) So, Nestor Cortez comes out, pitches five innings, one run, three hits, two strikeouts. The one run happened during the inning in which Aaron Hicks got hurt on a play that probably should have been made. Hicks... Oswaldo Cabrera and Josh Donaldson converged on a ball in foul territory. And Nestor seemed to lose it just slightly in that inning after the injury delay. And then he settled down. And at that point in the third inning, the Yankees were already up for nothing. And it felt okay. Right? I joked on Twitter about being panicked and hoping that they score more runs just because I'm just because of Saturday's game. You know, you kind of think to yourself, what's Boone going to do with the bullpen? But Boone did a great job managing the bullpen today. I did think he took Cortez out a little too early. He was only up to 61 pitches. Like I said, pitched five. But Jonathan Loisica pitched two strong innings. Gave up three hits, struck out two, no runs. Clay Holmes pitched an inning, no runs. And the horse, Wandy Peralta, pitches an inning, doesn't give up a hit or a run, strikes out two. Unbelievable. Oh, no, he gave up two hits. Sorry, I was looking at I was looking at Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes did not give up a hit or a run. So, yeah, this worked out well for the Yankees this game. They scored early off Aaron Savali, Giancarlo Stanton, three-run home run to open things up in the first. Savali was gone, only picked up one out. And Terry Francona was like, okay, let's go. Because he walked Glaber Torres. Judge struck out. He hit Anthony Rizzo with a pitch. And then Stanton hit the home run. But Judge made up for it in his next at-bat because he hit a home run to make it 4 nothing. And then Anthony Rizzo got in on the scoring. And after Glaber made it on base, Rizzo singled him home. Glaber made it on base, stole a base, right? And then Rizzo 
scored him on a single. Now, it was funny. Rizzo's single felt like the kind of single that the Guardians had been hitting all season, season, series. The Guardians had unbelievable luck with where they were hitting the balls. It felt like the Yankees kept hitting everything at someone and the Guardians were hitting the balls in front of people. You know, it it was just very odd. And the Yankees were being bapited to death in this series. And not to take away from the Guardians, they're, they're pesky, they're scrappy, they're young, they're fast. The pitching is unbelievable. Their bullpen, what a job they did keeping the Yankees in check for those final few innings. Um, you know, they did a great job. And getting to five games, you know, that's pretty good. They weren't expected to win that division. They weren't expected to win that division. So the fact that they made it to the fifth game in the division series after winning the wild card series, good for them. So, yeah, um, this is a good result, obviously. Um, you want this to happen, even though it's Yankees, Astros, part four, because if we count the 2015 wild card game and then 2017 and 2019, kind of odd that this isn't an odd year and maybe things will be different because it's an even year. You know me and the numbers. If you watch the show, I kind of get <laughs> weird when it comes to that stuff. Um, Cleveland's bullpen, actually Karinchak and Classe, they're the ones that didn't allow any runs. Trevor Steffen allowed a run. Henkes allowed a run in one and two thirds. He came in after Savale. And then Karinchak and Classe. Yeah. Although I believe Karinchak did, a, like, Karinchak was the pitcher who led up Rizzo's single, right? And then, but it was charged to Stefan because he was the one that came out of the game. Oh, and let's discuss this. Nailer. 0 for 4. 0 for 4. And Yankee fans did not leave him alone, chanting, who's your daddy? Which worried me slightly, just because, you know, when Yankee fans did that in 2004, things did not work out well for the Yankees. But these are not the Boston Red Sox of 2004. They're the Cleveland Guardians of uh, 2022. So Naylor went 0 for 4. And at the end of the game, when Glaber made the last out, IKF tossed the ball to Glaber at second, he did the rocking motion. And if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm doing the rocking motion. And Naylor found it a he found it amusing after the game. Oh, and also Oswaldo Cabrera caught a line out by Naylor. And I believe he said, either you're my son or I'm your daddy in Spanish to Naylor. And Naylor, because I noticed Naylor was smiling when he was walking back to the dugout after that line out. And I didn't know that Cabrera said something to him until someone posted the video on Twitter. So the Yankees were having some fun with Naylor and Naylor, to his credit, said that the Yankees had every right to have fun with him. And you want to see that. You do want to see that. You, you want it to be fun. You don't want it to be nasty or anything like that. So in a moment, we're going to continue to talk about the Yankees making the ALCS. 
for the first time since 2019, and they're going to the place where they lost it in 2019. But first, BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. New York people. Every New York team in football is doing well. And you have the Yankees to bet on in the ALCS. So head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe now to Locked on Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. There we go. Okay. More about the game. Nestor Cortez. Obviously, reporters were talking to him after the game. He stepped up big, on short rest, did what the Yankees needed him to do. And there was an interesting quote from him. And I want to find it because I want to get it correct. Let's see. It was interesting. He said about pitching in a game like today's, do or die, win or go home. He said, I've got nothing to lose. I've been in the gutter before. Like he's been at the lowest point or so he thought of his career. Because I think I read that quote from his Players Tribune piece that he wrote before the playoffs started. That he thought the lowest part of his career was when he was DFA'd from the Orioles, a last place team. So he's had some not so great baseball experiences. And he takes that with him on the mound. And that is what is helping him be the pitcher that he's being this season. He's just unbelievable. It is so much fun to watch him pitch. Oh, and he he did do the, if you didn't see it, what were you doing today? No, I understand. The game started at 4.05. I was getting worried about the crowd, but they all filled in. And it was a nice, loud four o'clock crowd. Some people got there late, which is understandable because some... People were attendance shaming the Yankees before the game started as if this game were scheduled at four and everyone knew it was going to be at four. You know what I mean? Like it was part of the schedule and not because of a rainout. Not everyone can get time off from work or school to go to a baseball game with less than 24 hours notice. You know, because as I said on this morning's show, The Yankees kept fans around for a couple of hours and they didn't, MLB didn't call that game until late. So there were people sitting around there for a while and it's not like they'd be able to, well, I mean, they could call their bosses, but (laughs) whose boss is still working at 930, 10 o'clock at night? Not too many people's. So yeah, I didn't get the attendance shaming stuff, especially because it was that sort of situation. But it was a good crowd. They were rowdy. As I said, they gave it to Naylor with the rocking baby. One guy had a Chucky doll because Chucky, there's a series with the Chucky doll. And uh, that was pretty funny. There were, oh, a couple of guys in Yankee jerseys sitting behind Cleveland's dugout. And every time Naylor went back to the dugout, because as I said earlier in the show, he was 0 for 4. They were doing the rocking, the baby motion. And... 
yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. I'm not going to be previewing the series with Houston until tomorrow. That'll be tomorrow's show. This is just a quick post-game celebration. Yankees make the ALCS. They finally win the ALDS. Mother Nature was great today. The weather was beautiful. It was beautiful out. No problems. You know, uh, no crazy wind. No anything like that. It was just clear and cool fall day, October 18th. It's the 45th anniversary of Reggie Jackson's three home run game. So I felt like the Yankees couldn't lose today. And I know that sounds silly, but I don't know. It just felt like there was no way the Yankees could lose today. And as soon as Stanton hit that home run, I felt a lot more relaxed. Then when Judge hit his home run, I thought, okay, a four-run lead is good. When Cleveland cut it to 4-1 in the third, I thought, I would like at least two more runs just to feel comfortable. I just want to feel relaxed and not worried. But woof, with the way Loisaga, Holmes, and Peralta came out, it just... Peralta's a machine, and he said after the game that he's ready to pitch tomorrow. <laughs> he told Boone, I'm ready. Michael King was there for the celebration. Uh, they had FaceTimed him when they won the division. Nestor Cortez made it, a, uh, sorry, Jose Trevino made it a point to FaceTime Michael King so he'd be part of the division celebration when they won in Toronto. And Michael King was at the stadium today celebrating with the Yankees. And they did celebrate a bit. J Jamison Tyone, who's pitching tomorrow, he'll be the game one starter, did not touch any alcohol or did not drink any alcohol. He just had it poured all over his head that he told reporters that he's preparing for the game and not going to go too crazy with the celebration. And I think, you know, the Yankees were having some fun with the celebration, but they, they got to get on a plane and get out to Houston because their game starts at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. So Yankees, ALCS, we're here. This is what Yankee fans wanted when they started the season on that crazy tear People were expecting the Yankees to make it this far, and they're here. And it's kind of funny. I was on with the national guy for Locked On Yankees, or Locked On Sports as the host of Locked On Yankees. And I said to him how the Dodgers finished the regular season, how everyone thought the Yankees were going to finish the regular season when the Yankees got off to that really crazy start and before things started falling apart in July. And I also said a couple of days ago that the Dodgers being eliminated the way they were made it so if the Yankees were eliminated by Cleveland, it wouldn't have been as embarrassing as what happened to the Dodgers. So thanks, Dodgers. But it doesn't matter now. The Yankees have made it to the ALCS. And I know there are a lot of people not so happy about it being Yankees Astros again. But the Yankees haven't been there since 2019. The Astros are the ones that make it every year. So get annoyed with them. Don't get annoyed with the Yankees. How dare you? And one more note that I would like to mention. Aaron Judge kissed his interlocking NY on his chest. He said he did it because he watches soccer and soccer players do that sort of things. And he wanted to kind of do it as a tribute to Yankee fans. So don't read too much into it because some people were thinking, oh, he's definitely staying a Yankee. I don't see him going anywhere else. I really, I don't. I don't think the Yankees would be stupid enough to let Aaron Judge go. But you never know. 
stranger things have happened. And hopefully that won't be one of those stranger things that happens. So Yankees going to the ALCS. Yay. Um, <laughs> I'm cautiously excited. Um, I will say one quick thing about the ALCS. The key will be to split in Houston in the first two games. If they win one of those first two games, they're set up really well for playing Houston at home with Cole and Nestor going. So let's just hope for that. And maybe things will be different this time. Maybe. So that's it for this abbreviated version of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button, comment on YouTube, and click the bell so you know when our videos go up. And now that you've made us your first listen, how about making your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast? MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your night. Because there's no rest for the weary as the Yankees take on the Astros tomorrow. And I will talk to you tomorrow.